Hey guys, it's Cinnamon, and I'm back with another episode of Sweet Tea Southern Mama doing Autism A to Z. Um, been gone for a, a few days, just overall busy with the upcoming school year coming up and getting Cortland ready for his new school. Um, transitioning into a new school, just transitioning from homeschool to a new school. Um, you feel like there is so much you have to do. Well, there is so much you have to do and you want to make sure that you're doing all that you have to do and have everything in order before school actually starts. Um, something I'll discuss in a later episode, but today's episode, um, as I mentioned in the very last episode, I'm going to talk about, um, tagging me out, which is very important for parents that have kids with, you know, different abilities or special health care needs. Um, and I know it's something that I've had to learn over the course of the past few months that's really, really important or um, else, I, you know, I feel sometimes that I'm on the verge of a a mental breakdown um, or an emotional breakdown um, just simply because I try to do everything by myself. Um, and that's just simply because it's hard to find people that you trust when you have a child that has a disability, excuse me, different ability or a special health care need. And that can be anyone from a friend to a family member um, to a health care, you know, person, worker. Um, there, the if the level of trust was there and it was broken, then it makes it hard for you to trust anyone else that's you know in your circle or anyone else that comes into your into your circle. So you find yourself wanting to do everything alone or taking on all of the challenges by yourself and not really wanting to ask for help. And then you also have situations where. Um, you don't want to be tagged out because when you do ask people for help or you say that you're overwhelmed or you're feeling like you're just about to lose <laughs> lose your marbles, people are like, well, you know, you can always call me. Um, I'll be there for you. And, you know, if you ever need me to come get Cortland, I'll come get him um, and take him out for you for the day. Um, I can count on my hand the number of people that have actually said that. Um, no, I can count on my hand that the number of people that have actually done what they have said. And I am truly appreciative to those individuals. And um, I'm going to single them out in this podcast because they are amazing individuals. And uh, my son absolutely adores them and loves them to pieces. And um, they are the reasons that I am able to, again, trust individuals with taking Cortland um by themselves um and you know knowing that he's going to come back in one piece but anyways before i before i talk about them let me talk about the importance of being tagged out our lives being a parent your life is is 24/7 even if you have a neurotypical child and your your child is involved in activities you know sports plays basketball plays football um dance gymnastics um, whatever type of activity your child is in, you find yourself um, on the go all the time. And especially if you're a working parent and your child, you're working and, you know, your child needs you to pick 
take him or her to, you know, band practice or football practice or basketball practice. You're constantly on the go. So neurotypical parents can kind of relate to what some of us parents that have children with different abilities and special health care needs you know, talk about when we say that we just, there's just not enough time in the day for certain things like self-care is really important. It's another really big term that I've come to learn a lot about on this journey with Cortland and doing autism from A to Z is that self-care is important. And when you're trying to do self-care, sometimes it is necessary to have someone come in and tag you out. And if you don't have a person that can tag you out, it can become a bit overwhelming for you. And then you find yourself maybe on the on the verge of an emotional breakdown where I found myself many a times. Now, as I've said um, in previous episodes, I'm going to be as raw and real as I possibly can. I'm not going to shy away from discussing anything. Um, and so I have had emotional breakdowns where I've just sat in the bedroom and I've just cried and I and it's not a it could it's not necessarily a five minute cry it's not a 10 minute cry it can be anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes to an hour just because I'm just so emotionally drained because I'm trying to do everything by myself for Cortland and making sure that he has everything that he needs. And um, like I said, sometimes I'm afraid to just call people and say, hey, I, can you just come get him for an hour? I just need an hour to where I can take a shower. You know, I can comb my hair. I can wash my hair. Because what people don't really understand is when you have children that are neurotypical children that, you know, can really do things for themselves like, you know, they can go into the refrigerator at a certain age and they can pour them a glass of milk or they can pour them a glass of juice. And, you know, they don't um, and they don't they don't require your assistance to do that. It's a lot easier for you to do um, for you to do things like get in the shower or wash your hair or, you know, sit in your bedroom and like maybe watch te- a television show or watch a movie. Well, for me with Cortland, it's constant. It's constant supervision just simply because um, while he is on the autism spectrum, Cortland is a very intelligent little boy and he loves to he loves to try anything. And he likes to watch a lot of um, videos on YouTube <laughs> And you'll find that with a lot of kids that, you know, have different abilities or and everything like that. They like to do certain things. And my kid is a YouTuber. He loves YouTube. And the boy, he can do whatever he sees on YouTube. And there have been times where he's watched a YouTube video and they have those videos on there where those guys have like all these different cell phones and they are using, um, soda pop like maybe coke or sprite or even milk i've seen milk before or ice cream and they're taking cell phones and they're putting them in like the little plastic tupperware bowls and they're pouring like the soda um pop or you know the milk over it and then they're putting them in the freezer for them to freeze and what they're trying to determine is if the phones are actually going to work after the um the freeze test so <laughs> Cortland, Mr. Inquisitive himself, um, he likes to try all of this stuff. He loves to try experiments. So, you know, there are not times where I can just go sit in the bedroom and sit on the bed and like take in a movie or, you know, or even just go and hop in the shower and stay in the shower for longer than five minutes. Um, 
and wash my hair or, you know, even sit down and do my makeup or whatever. Um, because I have to, you know, get in, get out, it's get in, get out, or else, you know, I'll come back in Cortland's Cortland will have all types of science experiments going on in the house. And I'm laughing because now that I think back over it, it, it's, it's scary in a sense, but it's also cute because it just means that he's eager to learn things. And that's one of the things that I want him to do. I want him to be eager to learn, but anyways, getting off course a little bit there. Um, so I have like gone through those things and like constantly just like allowing him to do, you know, experiment and do what he sees on, you know, YouTube or what he sees on television. And I'm just always like, you know, Cortland, you know, he's doing it. And I'm sometimes I'm like, Cortland, stop. Don't do that. You're going to mess up your phone or Cortland, you're going to mess up your iPad. And I'm just like, not really like stopping him. And that could essentially be a bad thing. But if I don't stop him at that point, then when it comes to him doing it for like the hundredth time, then I'm just to a point to where how can I get him to stop when I should have gotten him to stop in the first place. And then it becomes frustrating to me because I can't figure it out. And then I've upset him because I want him to immediately stop. So I just take all the stuff away from him and he may get upset. And then at that point, it's just like, what am I doing wrong? How can I fix this? And that's when I have like an emotional breakdown or an emotional breakdown when it comes to like when we've been up for four nights in a row because he does not sleep sometimes like the kid does not sleep. And it's just because his brain will not shut off. We tried, you know, holistic remedies. We've tried, you know, the melatonin. In the beginning, the melatonin worked for him. But for some reason, the kid just it just doesn't work properly anymore. And some nights we may not go to sleep at all. Some nights he may go to sleep at like 830, but he's back up by 1230 and he's up for the rest of the night. And so when I say that there are days that I'm working or I'm running off of three hours of sleep for the week, I'm not exaggerating. That is truly what I'm doing, running off three hours of sleep. So any little thing at that point doesn't necessarily have to be something that that has to do with Cortland or our journey. It could be anything. It could be a phone call about uh something else that could like really set me off and carry me into the emotional tailspin, emotional breakdown or whatever. Or someone can jokingly say something to me in a text message and I'm so literal, literal that I read that text message and I think they're being harsh or being mean and I have an emotional breakdown. And it's just simply because my body is tired. My mind is tired. I need to have a break. And that's where the tagging me out comes into. And as a parent of a child that has a special health care need or a different ability, it is my responsibility to let people know that I need to be tagged out, that I need so, that I need some help. And, and I'm learning that it's okay to, to ask for help. And um, in one situation... I found myself like just on the verge and I was just crying and I couldn't stop. And I, you know, I have this, this really good friend, family member that I, um, that I was doing something for her. I was doing some research for her and, um, I needed to call her. And so I, you know, I called her and sometimes we do Facebook video calls and, 
she immediately, I was like, when she answered the phone, I was like, what are you doing? And so she told me what she was doing or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, so I immediately told her, she was like, immediately, what's wrong? And, um, and everything. And I was like, oh, I'm just tired. I need a break. And she was like, well, it's Cortland dressed. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, he had just gotten a haircut. I was like, yeah, he's just, she's like, okay, well, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. As soon as I finish, I'm coming to get him. Like, no questions asked, no nothing. She didn't even give me a chance to hesitate and say, oh, no, it'll be okay. You know, I'll just get him a nap and I'll be fine or whatever. She was like, I'll be there and I'll call you when I'm on my way. And she called me um, when she was on her way. And, you know, she simply just said, I'm on my way. Is Cortland ready? And I was like, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing when she was on her way to pick up Cortland. Cortland spends the majority of our uh, the majority of his time with me or my mom. Um, and that's pretty much all he sees without the exception outside of like, you know, he, my, um, her, her name's Taisha. I'll just say her name and she'll probably kill me later for, <laughs> for putting her name out there. But I, I just really want her to understand how appreciative I am for that day. Um, and I've told her over and over again, and I know I don't have to continue to tell her, but I just want her to understand. And I want people to understand the impacts on a parent's life, a parent who has a child with a different ability or a special health care need. I want them to understand the impact that someone like Taisha can have on their lives when they just simply get it and understand, you know, not just because she's a parent, but just gets it and understands that this mom is stressed. She does this by her herself she goes through a lot let me just take some time out of my busy schedule and go get her child and just to give her a break so Taisha um he's he's been around her quite you know a lot at family functions and stuff but he's never been alone with anyone outside of myself or my mother um let me just put it that way and so I was very like apprehensive about sending (laughs) sending him away because it wasn't because I didn't like trust her with him it was because I was afraid of what my child was gonna he was gonna drive her crazy or whatever and like some things that you know I experienced with him when we're out and about like most people have not experienced with Cortland so I was just kind of worried about him like making it a difficult whatever process or whatever it is was she had to do but she was adamant to take him so I, I I let myself be free and I allowed it to happen and um she came and she got him and I like I was so worried that he was not gonna want to go um so what Cortland did was as soon as he saw her pull up in the driveway he recognized her face he ran and got his extra car seat that we keep in the house And he pulled it outside and she was putting it in her truck. And I promise you guys on everything that she couldn't even get the car seat. The child was trying to climb over her back (laughs) to get into the car. And so I'm laughing when I tell the story because at that moment, I knew it was going to be okay. You know, he he got into the car and he was absolutely fine with going with her and that everything was just going to be fine and everything was going to be okay. Well, he didn't even he didn't even say bye to me, I don't think. Uh I, I I'm not not even sure. He wasn't even phased by me. So, um I say that to say um, she took him and she had him for about four 
and a half, almost five hours that day. And that was absolutely the best, 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 best four and a five, four to five and a half hours that, um, four and a half to five hours, excuse me, that I've had since, you know, Cortland was born. Um, I got to take <laughs> a 35 minute shower and I may have just stood under the water for, you know, a long time. I got to wash my hair. I got to lay down. I just got to like, just relax. And it was a beautiful thing. And I felt rejuvenated. I felt, you know, renewed. And that was the point that I realized that I needed to be tagged out more often than I did it, that I needed to open my my mind and my ways to allowing other people to come in and help in that way and, you know, say, hey, we'll take Cortland for a couple of hours, um, you know, and just let him go. Because the one thing you don't want to do is while society looks as looks at your child as ha- having a handicap, the one thing that you don't want to allow them to do is to be handicapped. You don't want to keep them from other things that they could be experiencing because you are not a part of it. And that's the one thing that I've had to learn is I'm so afraid to allow Cortland to go out with individuals because I'm not there. And it's not because I don't trust these people. Well, some some I don't trust, but it's not because I don't trust these people, but it's because I'm just afraid of how his experience is going to be if he's going to have a meltdown. Are there going to be are they going to be able to, you know, give him what he needs or help him figure out what he needs when he's having this meltdown? You know, will they bring harm to my child? Those are things that go through my head when people want to, you know, take Cortland places. But I knew with her that that was not going to happen because I've seen her with her own children. She and I have talked about, you know, things that I go through with Cortland. And let me tell you something about this, this, this lady. She's very frank. She's very stern. Like she's stern. She's upfront. She doesn't sugarcoat anything for you. And she'll tell you, you know, in order to give him the best life that you want him to have, you have to be healthy within your own life. And until you find that balance, then you then you guys are not going to you're not ever going to not feel like you're going to have an emotional breakdown. You've got to be willing to allow people in and you've got to be willing to allow him to experience things because you can't just allow him to go through life without those experiences. And, you know, I think I thank her for that day because just in the pictures alone, like that, my kid was a totally different kid. He was happy. He didn't cry. Um, she took him to his favorite place, McDonald's. So I think that's why he really, really loves her is because they went to McDonald's, but he got to go, um, couponing with her. That's something that she does. And it, she allowed him to be a part of the process. And now when we go into stores and stuff, he wants to be more a part of the process. He wants to help more. And that's something that I can say that she put into him, you know, and like they say, it takes a village to raise a child. And I'm so eternally blessed to have her a part of our village because she has put instilled things into him that, you know, 
I hadn't had the chance to do or my mom haven't had hadn't had the chance to do. And so I'm eternally grateful for just that day that she came and she took him out and then she took him back to her house and he got to play with her boys. Um, her son is older. Um and in college and then she has a younger um a younger son too and he, they got he got to experience their world they tossed the baseball around with him like he just felt so included and that that made me feel very very good so I felt good about you know like saying to her that I needed to be tagged out and it was it's not not a decision that you know I regretted um and I'm grateful for that day. And he also got to bring them into his world. Like he showed them like he was not yet four. He was only three. Um, You know, his like his ability to draw, you know, spell words, you know, do the 3D lettering that he likes to do and, you know, draw images that, you know, they put in front of him or that he saw or they taught him to spell their names and he began writing their names on paper, you know, and, you know, they were just all in awe. And it just shows me that what I'm doing here as far as giving him his tools for him to succeed in the neurotypical world is working and is also allowing people to invite him, you know, he can go into their world and be okay too. And he also brought them into his world, which they got to see, you know, what Cortland likes to do and what Cortland can do. Um, so tagging yourself out is definitely important. Um, if you have people that can tag you out on a regular basis, I suggest that you do it um, because I know that I would if I could. Um, sometimes it's just I, it's really overwhelming. Like it's really overwhelming. Um, there's another situation where um, Cortland had a doctor's appointment and we were scheduled for a 2.30 appointment and the doctor was they ran late. And we had been waiting for an hour and we were in this, this building, um, and the waiting room was so large. The lighting was a factor. It was overcrowded. There was babies in there. There were older people in there. Um, and it was just a lot of people. So Cortland was overstimulated and he went into sensory overload and he didn't want to sit still he wanted to run around the waiting room and at that point the whispers started the looks started um no one cared that he was on the spectrum and I honestly didn't care to really share it with anyone because I feel like when I'm in public I don't necessarily need to always tell someone that my child is on the autism spectrum but sometimes I feel like to avoid the stares that maybe I need to tell them that he's on the spectrum um just so that there's a better understanding of why he may be crying or why he why he may be upset. Um, but I didn't. What I did was I just I chose to leave and immediately got in the car and I started crying because I felt like no compassion from the staff within that doctor's office. Because the one thing that I make sure of is before we take an appointment, I let the staff know my child is on the spectrum these things can be a trigger to him. So if there is any possibility that the doctor is going to be running behind or you guys are backed up, 
call me or let me know when I get there and then I'll reschedule his appointment because I don't want to send him into meltdown. It's not just meltdown because I don't want him to have one when we're in the doctor's office. I just don't want him to have a meltdown because meltdowns are physically and emotionally draining for him. It takes, you know, sometimes they last five minutes, sometimes they last 35 to 45 minutes. And that can be a lot on a child's body. And, you know, and it just makes their whole, it just throws their whole day off. And that's the last thing that I want to, to do to him at that point is I want, I don't want to make him have that type of day. So we waited an hour and we ended up leaving. Um, We get in the car. He's upset. I'm upset. And he gets more upset because now I'm upset. So he's feeding off my tension. So we get home and um, I send a text message to um, another family member. And I just tell her that, you know, I'm on the verge of an emotional breakdown. And I just kind of tell her about the day. Didn't hesitate. She was getting off in about, I think, 10 or 15 minutes. She was like, I'm coming to get him. Um, I'll take him or whatever. And I said, okay. She was like, have him ready. And um, I realized that I had left his spare car seat in my my cousin's car because we went to the doctor together. And um, so I just left the car seat in her car because we would be seeing her the next day. Well, what happened was I told her, I was like, well, I don't have his car seat his little cousin London had an extra car seat at the house. So she was just like, I'll grab London's car seat and I'll be over. And she was like, go ahead and pack him a bag. And that's the first time that anyone has ever asked to take my child overnight. Um, and she, and I was like, you know, a little hesitant, a little apprehensive about it because Cortland has never been away from me overnight, um, to anyone else's house. And although I knew no harm would come to him, I knew that he was in, you know, pretty capable hands. Again, I worry about how Cortland's going to act and how it's going to affect the other people. And are they going to be able to handle it? But in tagging myself out or you tagging yourself out, those are things that you have to kind of figure out and stop worrying about. Just simply because if you don't, then you'll never be able to get tagged out of anything. And you're, you'll find yourself on that on the verge of that emotional break. Um, so I packed him a bag and I put all his favorite snacks in there. And I was like, Oh, Cortland, you're about to go with Riri and Riri and Riri and Taisha are two of his favorite people on this planet. Um, outside of my mom and, um, my little cousin Kaisha, um, they're two of his favorite people on this planet. And all you have to do is say auntie Taisha or auntie Riri and, Oh, that boy, his face just lights up. And so when I was like, Cortland, Riri, you're going to, you're about to go with Auntie Riri. She's going to come get you and you're going to stay the night. And I was like, are you going to stay the night with her? And normally his answer would be no, because he says no to everything. But normally his answer would be no. And this boy was like, yay, yes. And he was jumping up and down and clapping and stuff. And at this mo- at that moment, it made me feel better about him going to stay the night with her. Um, but so she came and she got him and without hesitation, he grabs his bag. He didn't say, he barely said goodbye to me. He didn't, he didn't even say goodbye to my mom. We had to make him go in there and say goodbye to Gigi. 
Um, and he grabbed his bag and he walked out the door. He went with his Riri and Alex was her daughter. Alex was in the car. So he was with his Riri and his Alex and he was happy. And the best part about all of this is that, you know, even though I needed the break it because I felt emotionally drained, they both kept me in the loop without me even having to ask what he was doing because they knew in the back of their mind, if we don't send this child a picture of Cortland or a video of Cortland, she'll be ringing our phones off the hook all night. So they kept me posted with like their social media posts, you know, Snapchat, Facebook, you know, Instagram, what they were doing with him. And it wasn't just some, not just a post for me to see, but it was a post for the world to see, for all of their friends, from all of my friends to see, you know, I'm a mom, yes. I'm a mom just like any other mom, despite the fact that my child is on the autism spectrum and that I need, just like when you want to go out with your friends and have a drink or, you know, have dinner or you want to do this, just like you feel like you, you get to do that because you have a child and you're tired or you work a job and you need to be able to do that. You got to see that that's something that parents with children that have special health care needs or dis- um, different abilities, that's something that we need as well. Even though we our kids require the majority, will require all of us, every every fiber of us, all of our time, is that that does not mean that we don't deserve to be tagged out and you know, have some time to ourselves because in order for us to be the best, in order for our kids to be the best, we have to be the best for ourselves. We have to be healthy. If I'm not healthy and balanced, then I can't give Cortland what he needs. And just because Cortland has therapists that come and see him throughout the week, or we have these other programs that we're a part of, that does not constitute the self-care or the tagging me out portion of what I need in my life. So if you are a friend or a family member of a person that has a child with a special health care need or a different ability, be kind to them and simply check on them to see if they need to be tagged out. Tag us out, you know, even if it's just for 15 minutes, if it's for 30, 45 you know, an hour tag us out because some of us desperately need it. Like sometimes I'm just so, I'm so overwhelmed because I handle everything for Cortland. I am his only parent. His dad is not in the picture. His dad probably won't ever be in the picture. And I'm okay with that. You know, that's a decision that he made. And so when I need to tag, when I, when I get overwhelmed like this, I need to find ways to, you know, be tagged out. And I know I need to work on, you know, just simply saying, hey, I need a break. Can someone tag me out? Or if you hear it in my voice or if I say it to you, it's okay to say, Cinnamon, let me tag you out for a few minutes, you know, for a couple hours, um, for 30 minutes. Let me come, you know, get Cortland um, for a little bit or whatever. Now, I'm not one of those parents that's going to be like, I need to be tagged out every every day or every other day. Sometimes it's, you know, a week, sometimes it's two to three weeks before I need to get tagged out. But to the point to before when um, I, when Taisha tagged me out, I think it had been like three, four, three, four months. 
um, that I had just been constantly going nonstop with Cortland and other things that I have to do. Um, and I was on the verge of a real emotional breakdown. And I thank God for her because she came in and she tagged me out at that moment. Um, and I know this this episode has kind of been a little all over the place. But as I stated before, I want to be raw. I want to be real. I want to share my personal journey. And in order to share my personal journey, it's just to talk to you guys like I'm talking to a friend sitting next to me and just letting you know that, you know, being tagged out is important. Self-care is is important. Building your village is important. Like trust is important, you know, because you, you can't do this alone. Even to the parents that, you know, are that have two parent households where there is a mom and a dad, you know, they have to be tagged out too, because even though they have each other there for emotional support, they are doing it themselves too, because nine times out of 10, a lot of your family is just simply not involved or a lot of your friends are just simply not involved because they're afraid of what that involvement entails. They're afraid that you're going to ask them to do too much. But then that just tells you that those are the people that aren't designed to be on this journey with you. And that's the one thing that I've learned. Not everyone is meant to walk this journey with with us. So I know who I can count on. I know those people that are going to be there for us, you know, 100% or 75%, you know, I know, the, <clears throat> I know those individuals and stuff that are going to be there for us now. Um, so it's very, very important that you, you get the opportunity to tag yourself out. If someone wants to, you know, if someone offers to tag you out there and then there have been other people too, like, it's not just necessarily coming and getting Cortland and taking him away from the home, but it's been other people that have just come into the home and have just been there to, you know, do things with him or just like if they've come over, like they come over to sit down and have like conversation with me, but they end up spending the majority of the time with Cortland. That works too, because that then too gives me the opportunity to do stuff that I may not be able to do when it's just me and him in the house. Like I take, I seize that moment and I go take a shower. Oh, let me go take this shower while you're sitting here and you're, you know, you're involved with him. Then, you know, my cousin Joy, she does that a lot. You know, her fiance Vanessa, like she comes over and she plays with, um, plays with Cortland a lot. You know, they do those type things and those, like they just don't know how much those things mean to me and like I told you like his cousin you know Kaisha she um has been a godsend as well you know she was his PCA over the summer so she just having her here and being able to just do the things that I wouldn't normally be able to do if no one was here you know it's been great and it's it's taught me more and more that tagging myself out is very very important you know even my mom like she, you know, retired a year ago, but she <laughs> isn't really liking retirement. So she likes to go and work these little odd jobs. And, you know, even after working eight hours a day, um, she may come home and decide that, let me, you know, take Cortland for a ride somewhere. And even, they may only be gone for 15, 20 or 30 minutes, but she's tagging me out and allowing me to have some time to myself. And I'm grateful for that, you know, um, 
So those people are a big part of our, you know, our circle, a part of our village, you know, um, and that like, I'm grateful for them allowing me to be able to tag myself out and, you know, just have, even if it's just five minutes, you know, five minutes is the best to me now, um, than five minutes was before, you know, I had a child or, um, before I, you know, when I was younger and I'd be like, oh, I just need five more minutes, just five more minutes of sleep. Um, when I thought that was important at that, at that juncture in my life, I'm finding now that five minutes, five more minutes now is more important or me, not more important. It means more to me at this point in my life, just because it just gives me five minutes just to kind of like think straight and just kind of woosah for a minute. So when you find yourself becoming emotionally drained or emotionally overwhelmed with everything that's going on in your world, you know, it's okay to be tagged out. It's okay to tag yourself out. It doesn't make you a bad parent. It makes you it makes you human because that's what you are. You are human and you deserve to, you know, have some time to yourself. You know, God chose you for this path, but when he chose you for this path, he didn't say take care of yourself and only take care of your child because if you aren't healthy in your mind, body and spirit, and deep in your soul, then how can you be healthy enough to take care of your child that has that special health care need or that different ability? So parents, to all parents, but especially to my parents that have children with um, with different abilities or special health care needs, you know, make sure that you are getting that self-care, that you are indeed tagging yourself out because you will become, it is emotionally draining. Um, it is very like, time consuming you find yourself always always doing something filling out forms talking to doctors you know making sure appointments are ready and now where I am is getting him ready and preparing him for pre-k um and that's been a process in and of itself and I found I found that I needed to tag myself out now I'll discuss that in the next episode because it's very um very important you know our kids are starting school and um, especially if you have a child that has a different ability, um, a developmental delay um, or a special health care need, it's very, very important to have all your ducks in a row when it comes to school. So um, I'm going to talk about that on the next episode. And then after that, I will get back to how our journey started and talk a little bit more about the other, the change up in the therapist and you know, how that affected and got us to where we are today. Um, This has been Cinnamon doing another uh, Sweet Tea Southern Mama doing Autism A to Z. Thank you guys for listening and have a great day. And remember, remember, remember to always, always tag yourself out no matter what. Just tag yourself out. It is important to tag yourself out. Thank you.